Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Welcome to On Deck with Stan C. On the show, I want to tell the real stories behind the real people behind the mic. And man, we finally got Asia Agkawili on the podcast. That's right. From my simple post on Instagram to all of you who follow me or who are friends with me, just tagging her and commenting on the status I put out last week. Uh, it made its way to Asia all the way in Auckland, New Zealand. She got on a call and we had a very fun and open conversation about her career, about things she's learned, about her, uh, about her life growing up with lesbian parents, going to UP Diliman, and how she ultimately became the sex guru that we all know, love, and remember from the mid-2000s. So all of those conversations are part of this week's episode. But before we get to my conversation with Aisha Gawidi, I want to remind you that you have a little over a week left to register to vote. And I've been saying this on the podcast, sobrang importante ng 2022 elections. It could very well be the most important election in our lifetimes. And you have to be a part of it. And to be a part of it, you've got to be a registered voter. And all you have to do is to go to irehistro.comelec.gov.ph. The site has everything you need from the documents na kailangan mong prepare to the nearest satellite office or the nearest mall that you can go to for registration. Please go ahead and check that out. If you don't want to check out the Comelec website yet, you can go to VotePilipinas.com. They've got a fun and colorful little infographic there. And hopefully, you can get yourself registered before September 30, 2021. All right? Now, if you want to support the podcast, all you have to do is to basically get on your Lazada app because everything you need, hashtag NASA Lazada yan. And we're about to have another big, big sale in a few weeks. But if you want to check out your items before then, you can do so. But first, please use my Lazada affiliate link, podlink.co slash zero RP, right before you check out. Again, just go to your phone's browser and then type in this URL, podlink.co slash the number zero RP. It'll take you straight to Lazada. And then from there, just click checkout and a portion of what you spend goes to Podcast Network Asia and on deck to keep the lights on right here. So once again, my affiliate link is podlink.co slash zero RP. And now the main event. Here's my one-on-one with Asia Gawin. This episode of On Deck would not have been possible if it weren't for my listeners, my followers, even friends who've been commenting on Instagram to get this guest on the podcast. We made it happen, people. So thank you very much. Let's welcome to the pod, Asia Agkawili. Asia, thank you so much for joining me on deck. 
Hey, thank you very much, Stan. Oh my God. Instagram and all the social media platform that you have because of this thing. And you know, of course, on deck, I was inspired by your appearance on Machong Chismisan. So, you know, that's when I knew na, okay, Asia Kawili as a guest on the podcast, if Sina Makoy Pare and Tito Page and the gang could make it work, then I have to make it work as well. So, thank you for giving us uh, a piece of your time. Yes, you're welcome. You're much welcome, of course. You know, so I know it's you're locked based- down din dito, eh. Yes, I-, I was about to ask, uh, what's the situation in Auckland right now as we're uh, recording this in mid-September? It's been two and a half weeks of lockdown and um, most likely it's going to extend. Well, they said it's going to extend until September 21. And we'll just see, right? Because it, 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 it spiked up and then it went down and then spiked up a little and then now it's becoming steady but what i love about it is that the government just really go like all right let's do this and then they locked it down and then they you know they they really went to work and what i love is that you know those people who are protesting the anti-vaxxers you know the the flat earthers and the you know conspiracy theorists they hit the streets and then when they hit the streets they got arrested Nice. And yeah, so they went on instantly in terms of vaccinating everyone. They tried to vaccinate everyone. So I like it. I'm proud. <laughs> As someone who's still in the Philippines, all I can say is sana all. Uh, <laughs> and that's all I'll say about that. I want to ask more about uh, you now and the work that you're doing because I have been following you on Instagram and I see that you're busy working on your YouTube channel and a lot of content creation as we all are from the comfort of our home. So can you give the people a status update on what Asia Gawili has been up to in the 2020s? Well, 2020s, all right. Okay, so um, I've been doing some uh, TV commercials here. So I was a part of the COVID commercial. I saw, so, yeah. <laughs> what, what a comeback, right? <laughs> And yeah, a few other things. However, in Shortland Street as well. So it's it's like the longest running soap opera there. So it's like 28 years or something. So, you know, every now and then I do still there. So, and yeah, I'm restarting my career. And in terms of YouTube, yeah, I do have a channel. And as of the moment, actually, I'm going viral, I think, on Instagram for some reason. I, ikaw bayon? Was that you? Was I want to take you? credit for that, but I think it's more you than me or any other podcaster. <laughs> yeah. I, I really think it's more you than anything else. Yeah, so I'm quite happy about that. Maraming maraming salam po. Thank you very much to all the fans that are you know, still out there and supporting me and remembering me and we're like going for it because now I'm trying to revive my career because I've been out of the country for more than a decade. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I'm thinking since everyone's going online, it's a good time to just go online because honestly, you know, I might be chatty right now, but I'm actually a very shy person. And I think for all of us who are balancing that, yung pagka-introverted, like uh, just being online kind of makes it easier to break out of that shell. Um, I'm sure, Maslalana, for you, you know, you had a very long career. You have a very long career in showbiz, right? So it's much easier to figure your way around that now in the online space. But I've got to ask, since, you know, you've been in uh, New Zealand for uh, a good number of years now, mahirap ba to break into showbiz over there given that you're Filipina? Well, yes and no. (laughs) Because our faces, when you go to certain areas in Asia, depending on the region, mm. we all look alike, to be honest. So, you know, and so, that's why Joke said, you know, you have to learn the accent. You right. have to know the accent. Then you can distinguish. Mm. I feel like I'm quite lucky because, yeah, I'm just really restarting and reviving my career. And yet, you know, I get to 
get back out there and, and be seen because normally I, I know show business, it's a very cutthroat industry. And sometimes it's a, you may think that there is a formula, but then sometimes, you know, you get unlucky and you can't break in. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right, right. So. <laughs> yeah, the, the people on Instagram, when they were hitting you up for the comments, I asked them, what do you remember when you think of Asia Galili? A lot of them said, your column, your stint hosting this PBA program, hosting Pinoy Big Brother. Uh, one of the people who commented was actually on that season you hosted, Waki Mendoza from yung batch ni Kim Chu and Nina Gerald Anderson and Mikey yeah. Lee. <laughs> so he's a, he's a good friend who commented and made sure to remind everybody that you were a part of that. So you really had a hold on so many things. You were even on radio, which a lot of people are probably surprised to hear. Na, uh, you were on Magic. So was it hard for you to break into showbiz here? Here in the Philippines, especially uh, since sabi mo nga before we started recording, you're very open and you're very outspoken. I feel like I just got really lucky. I started out modeling, promoting. For me, that was much harder. That was much harder. I enjoyed everything that I've done in my life, you know, all the jobs. Because for me, job, it's like, wow, you know, that means you're earning. You can actually feed yourself. Yes! But in terms of show business, my first tilt would be... Singles. Yeah, from then on, you know, it kind of just rolled. And I was quite lucky to have a very, very good manager. And Vivo was also giving me lots of opportunities and ABS and, and, and all the other channels, you know, Channel 7, 5 and everyone else. So I think the only thing that I find really hard is juggling them mm-hmm. a whole lot. And the thing is, oh, that's the thing. One of the things that people have to know, I think, is that once you get into show business, the indication that you're really doing a good job is if you're going nuts because you haven't slept for days. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a double-edged sword because you're not going but at the same time, the rockets are all coming in. So that's got to be a good thing. Yeah, that's got to be a good thing. That's the thing because if you... Don't get to sleep anymore. If you haven't slept for a day and a half, you know, it's equivalent to you being drunk already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you do that, extrapolate that for a month or six months or a Being year, healthy. you know, <laughs> having said that, that's why you got these, you know, big Hollywood celebrities with their beautiful breakdowns and crazy things that they say, you know, because they haven't had sleep. So that's why. part of the lifestyle. That's right. Yes, that's right. <laughs> You mentioned Viva, and a portion of your career was really spent as uh, part of the Viva talent roster. And people do remember the adult content but with Viva. And how did it feel as a woman to be part of that era in show business where there was R18 content? And, you know, people would associate uh, like the Viva Hot Babes with In the Flesh and with videos like Bare Naked and all that. Because I think at that time, I think in show business, there would be... Like what you said, eras, right? Yeah. That was the era at that time where women empowerment through, you know, doing these sexy things. And, mm-hmm. and um, how does it feel? It feels a little weird and at the same time flattering and at the same time empowering. And I feel like in a way I have opened the eyes of so many people. To be honest with you, after years and years of doing that and now I'm here, I'm a mom. I didn't mind being judged before. Because, you know, for me, I was, I was on a mission to open people's eyes and I was on a mission to tell them, hey, listen, you know, it's good to own your own sexuality. And yes, please do use a condom. You yes. know, 
it's very very important for me because you know Philippines is a very it's it's a Catholic country and for anyone to say use a condom you got all these bishops and priests saying nice hey you much, know yeah. she's yeah 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 she's bad da 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 and I want to put that in a balance perspective yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not just like because <laughs> then my laman yung right you know what I mean. It's not just patuitam's kind of thing. You know, you do have a mission, and then it will resonate not only to the people reading the magazine, but the very essence of sexuality. That's why I think after a while, you've got the psychologist and sex therapist. I, I get invited to go in these forums or, or, or talks, basically, and I'm like, you know, these people have study this much than I have why am I here go like because because mine is the very common tao perspective yes. you yes. know what I mean so you right. need that. practical talaga. so stuff yes. like yeah consent make sure you use a condom make sure you know what you're doing all of that whereas what you're getting at is your perspective of the doc Ricas of the world is they they try to bring the psych aspect into it which is in discipline nila. Yes, yes, that's right. And you need all those perspectives just Absolutely. to have a very, very healthy balance of what sex is. Right, especially and sexuality. Yes, exactly. Na napaka backwards ng point of view natin because we're conservative. So on that note, why were you so open about or how did you become so open about it given na yun nga, napaka conservative natin and then for a woman to be openly talking about sex, uh, you mentioned it, uh, but there's always going to be backlash. So when did this openness to talking about sex start for you? Much, much younger, I guess, because I was very experimental. And I guess what you're being fed on the internet or on certain books. And I used to read a lot of these things in the library, if you've been Manila, to be honest. <laughs> so they go like, oh, you go, to, yeah, you go to the library. And what it's one of my theses, even. You know, it, it just came too naturally and uh-huh. growing up yung yung stigma yung hypocrisy of what sex is and then you go like oh no 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 you know you, you hear a lot of these people going oh yuck da 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 and then after a few days you find out they're pregnant you know right. you cannot identify the problem unless you are aware there is a problem right I agree. uh-huh exactly tama, tama. And, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. went to UPIPA, which is a breeding ground, I guess, for more progressive thought for the most part, yes. right? Because yes, uh, yes, when yes. I went to Diliman, I ended up taking up classes on sex as well, like erotic literature, um, yeah. sex and society. So I, I know exactly what you mean when you said that it just exposes you to these things. And if you're naturally curious, you So yeah. um, was it easy for you to express all of these things? Because it's one thing consuming this media. It's a whole nother thing to actually express it, say, on the radio or when you started writing your column for FHM. Was it easy to just get those ideas out there? Yes, because it, I suppose it was all pent up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the columns that I've written, I go like, oh... Part of it is like a mirroring, part of it is a projection, part of it is a frustration that I have. And I feel like if there is anybody out there who has the same kind of frustration, maybe they're going to like what I'm writing about. And I'm pretty sure there will be lots or there were lots of people because, you know, at that time, I think there were 80 million people. Yeah. In the Philippines. And now it's 110 million. Is that that's right? right. Uh-huh. So, you know, so that's a whole lot of population. And I think they're growing and growing because they're having sex. And yet we're so disillusioned of what sex is. Right. You know, when you're trying to open up people's mind, you have to go to the very edge of it to know which one is the median. I purposely went to this edge yeah. because I know some are here and some are here, you know. 
if I go here, it's just not going to open it that much. So I had mm-hmm. to stretch it, push the boundaries a little bit more. That's a nice insight, considering that parang spectrum ngasha, and you have to go to the opposite end just to pull everyone out. Didn't mean to use that double entendre, but you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. So in writing those columns for all those years on FHM, funny story, I was cleaning out my closet the other day and I <laughs> happened to pull out an old issue with one of your columns in it. So sobrang yeah. timely na magkausap tayo ngayon. Um, <laughs> is there a piece of advice you've written in one of your columns that you're most proud of? Um, I'd say Kanalingus. Okay. Styles. Yeah. How so? Because or why so? I think a lot of men's notion of what Kanalingus is is about two, three seconds of going down uh-huh. or maybe yeah 30 seconds of going down but it's not like that when you go down you you know you have the you got you go mortal combat on it you know finish it you know what i mean <laughs> i love <Yeah>. the reference <laughs> right oh that's good stuff yeah <laughs> finish it <laughs> no, that makes sense that makes sense um I'm pretty sure uh, someone would have probably told you the same thing if I'd asked. So yes, totally understand. Yeah, so, exactly. In the same way, do you look back and think na, baka may naisulat ako na looking back, that was the worst piece of advice I'd written. Is there something na parang ganun? Because I wrote for about, I think, four years, right? And every month, I'd be writing. So I, I know because I, yeah, I think it's all well thought through, I guess. I can't even remember the worst one because I always think positive. So. How did it feel then that your branding mo was really the label na sex guru? Because you know, people would come to you for advice and then you were the one who was openly talking about it really for, for such a long time. It's a mixed feeling. You know? I'm proud of it because I think you know, I put a, a bit of a dent on you know, people's mind in, in how they see sex and sexuality and genders and whatnot on this topic. That's one. Secondly, you know, sometimes I have difficulty with it, especially because, you know, it, it depends on, on, on who's looking or, or I'm in front of. But usually they judge it. They judge it because they see naked, ah, you know, this, 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 that. You know, they have all these preconceptions of what sex is and what I did and da-da-da-da. So sometimes they do have a hard time carrying it. I mean, it depends. Thirdly, it was really fun. <laughs> I must say, I mean, you, you only live once, right? Yeah. So, yeah, why not? Let's go. Let's do that. So maybe at some point, you know, I'd study it again because quite honestly, if this was the topic, mm-hmm. I'd probably go read it for a good eight hours of sitting down. I think one of the main reasons why people really see me as that or they have this thing that, Oh, this is it. You know why? Because as I said, you know, I wrote for FHM for a good, maybe four or five years. And every month I have an article there and there are 150,000 circulation of this magazine. And I did a lot in show business, but the main stilt and every month I'm there. Everybody knows that I'm there. That's probably why. And I'm quite proud of it, really. My God, I mean, it was quite a culture, I think. My God, following you, ne? We're taking a break from my conversation with Asia Agkawili so I can talk to all the movie geeks like me who enjoy watching international shows and movies and always get to notice that it's not available in your country. I hate it. Sobrang hassle when that happens. Here's the quick fix for that, though. 
I recommend installing NordVPN on your devices. NordVPN is a service that allows you to conveniently access content from over 59 different countries by changing your virtual location in just one click. And the best part is it allows you to protect up to six different devices. Take it from me, I've got a NordVPN account myself. Now, the best way to experience internet freedom is with NordVPN. So go ahead and use my affiliate link, podlink.co slash L-I-F. Again, that is podlink.co slash the letters L-I-F and use my code ONDECK, O-N-D-E-C-K, no spaces, to get discounts of up to over 70% off. And as a bonus, if NordVPN isn't for you, then there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. So go ahead and try it out. Once again, use my affiliate link for NordVPN, podlink.co slash L-I-F, and use my promo code ONDECK. Yeah, my culture shock din siya. And like, you know, even before I was allowed to like read those magazines, I knew of them. And when I was finally allowed to like buy those magazines personally, I was like, I liked what I was reading because these were things that people didn't teach in school. These were things that people didn't openly talk about. But parents don't normally discuss this with their kids. No. So what is the extreme negative reaction naman, that you'd get? And from like what types of groups? Because conservative society and all that. Yeah, yung, cons- yung, yung, yung conservative society, like, the things that would come out of their mouth, it's like, oh, you sure you're educated, ma'am? You know what I mean? So, <laughs> fine, you know, fine. If you're the I'm holier than thou kind of thing, you know, I kind of give up on that because I I was also in that spectrum when I was growing up, you know. I was very, very, very conservative to a point where I go to church maybe five times a week, you know. Mm-hmm. So I know that side of the spectrum and I know this. So the range is quite quite wide. So I kind of understand what they're trying to say. But uh, I, I even said one time, like, are you sure, you know, you don't want to read it? You might find it really funny. Because <laughs> it is, you know, yeah. the magazine was really, really funny, you know. Now that you're trying to break into show business in New Zealand, would people look at the stuff that you did before and what uh, comments would they have about it? Oh, they go like, oh, uh, I don't know for, you know, you have to tell us what you've done, da, 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 things like that. But I said, oh, yeah, so I've done everything in show business. So, uh, yeah, what sort of stuff do you do in show business? So, you know, you kind of know with the tone that... Or like, you know, oh, let's see what she's going to say. Kind of like that. So I said, you know, knowing how cheeky I am. So I said... Oh, I did everything in show business. If show business was sugar, I put it on my mouth, you know, I put it on my gums and then I put it on my eye and then I put it on my ear and then I showered with it like a body scrub, put it like a mask and then I shit it and then I ate it again. (laughs) So So what reactions did you get from like casting directors? No, I didn't didn't say that to a casting director. I'd be fucking banned. Are you kidding me? (laughs) No, no, no. Um, But I said that to a normal person. (laughs) <laughs> but casting directors no they're they're just you know happy because you know i go to auditions and they're looking for very very jolly people and that's what i am so that's what i do so yeah it's all cool <laughs> it's nice now i know it's nice now it doesn't come out like a skeleton in your closet na something that oh no they're bringing it up again or oh no you googled me didn't you wala namang ganong conversations I mean, if it's on Google, it's on Google. The yeah. thing is, I'm just glad that, you know, I have very good lighting in those videos. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> if, if, 
if something would, you know, it's bound to go like, ah, you know, with, with how chiyo I was when I was younger, something would be bound to be out there at some point, right? Right. So I go like, shit, unahan ko na to. I'm asking these questions because before we hit record, you explained to me that New Zealand's actually very conservative then, which is something I didn't expect because for me, having grown up in the Philippines all my life, my expectation is if it's a country where it's predominantly white, uh, chances are they're not conservative. So can you contextualize that for like the Filipino listener? Because in our patago, eh. do you get what I mean? So we say we're conservative, but pag patago, mas matindi yung ano yung kalokohan. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yung uh-huh. the things that could happen underneath, you know, the underbelly of it, one would say. Here, it can be very normal, but you know, it's it's just one of those things that you don't go like, hi, how are you? Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? It's it's not so like that. And and the way that they do it is the more indirect and dry it is in terms of, you know, cheekiness of the, we're talking about something, you know, the, the better it is. You know, for us, kasi it's more the more barubal is better. Do you get what I mean? Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> How did you balance that all when you were on radio? Because on radio, you don't really have the benefit of the visuals. Uh, all you really have is your voice, what you say, your words. And then yun nga, you have to balance the way that we Filipinos take in yung mga risque na humor or yung risque na content. So how did you toe that line? Knowing na, ah, baka nakikinig KVP, hala, baka masuspend ako. Well, you know, FHM actually helped me with that because, you know, the FHM humor, the cheekiness of FHM that, that comes on naturally with me, you know, the double entendre. That happens a lot with me. And I suppose because of the way that you say certain things, you can get away with it on radio. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 I was quite good at that. Although I've, I've been told many times, like, hey, you know, tone it down, da, 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 because, like, you know. Tone it down, tone it down. It's six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I was also in the morning show. Uh-huh. So, Simona ba yung partner mo nun on the morning show? No, 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 no. Si Tony, Tony. Okay, si Tony. Tony, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, and then like, 9 o'clock a man, then I went on Graveyard, and then you went with Graveyard, oh, yeah, I can do anything, you know what I mean? So, that's what I did. And and with that, I had a lot more freedom to be crazy, naughty, funny, whatever. We mentioned Tony, Tony, and syempre, now, diba, people associate him as part of Boys Night Out. As you mentioned kanina, may pagkabarubal na, ano, na branding and vibe. So what yeah. was it like being radio partners with a younger Tony, Tony pre-Boys Night Out? It was good because the reason why Tony, Tony and I became partners, it's because we were partners doing gigs before. I'd known him for quite a while and we went on tour around the country doing, doing hosting gigs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we went to Dumaguete, Cebu, and, and, you know, all these other places. So every weekend, you know, we, we do these tours together. You know, we were hosting for beers and, you know, the next week would be like cigarettes or something like that. So, so it was a lot of fun. And we jive because his humor is like my humor. And, and yeah. people always tell me, oh, yeah, you're like the girl version of Tony Tony. That's why. So I treat him like a brother, really, because I go like... Oh, you know, you're always together. How come you guys didn't develop any relationship? And they go like, because we're so alike. You know right. what I mean? So you don't do that. 
I want to ask about the graveyard shift because from my experience in radio and all of the female friends I have in the industry who've had to do graveyard, this is where the weirdos come out to play, right? Um, yeah. This is when you measure extreme, like somebody would be calling and they'd be pleasuring themselves on the other line. Did something that extreme ever happen to you? Na parang the horn dogs and the weirdos all came out to play. Once. Once somebody called and um, he was like... Oh hi, da 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 da. I was like, oh, I'm high with marijuana, and I was like, and that was on air, air. and I'm like, dude, <laughs> you know, I'm like, shucks, and then now what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? But then thankfully, you know, I didn't really get in trouble for like, all right, I just totally cut it, and I say, okay, thank you very much for calling. What I really liked about it is, while I was doing the graveyard shift, people just really wanted to listen. For some reason, I remember Paula Paraisa told me, oh, yeah, you know, we, we heard you on a graveyard shift and we were playing poker. And then when you came on and then you started talking, we kind of forgot about the poker. And it was, <laughs> it was like, OK, <laughs> didn't know that. So, yeah, it was it was quite fun. And what was funny about that is after the graveyard shift, so that's 12 o'clock in the midnight till three. And then I would go home in Makati. And then at around 4, 4.30, I'd wake up and go to a breakfast show right? to do the breakfast show. So, you know, so I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, walang tulugan talaga. Wala, wala, walang tulugan. I mean, you know, I enjoyed it. It was actually thrilling. You know, you know, sometimes when you're so stressed, you go like, shit. <laughs> but when you look but uh, back on it, yeah, parang nakakabuhay siya. Very invigorating. Yes, definitely, definitely. Knowing that, oh Christ, eh, yeah, let's go, let's get this done. Yeah. Yung board work mo was you know, midnight to 3 a.m. and pre pandemic, yung time na diba, the events would just reach its peak. So, what is it like for you now? You were deep into the showbiz lifestyle and then you had to bounce because you had your board work at midnight. So, was that hard for you now having to get out of events and be like a Cinderella because you had radio? Um, no, it wasn't because I just really time it. I go like, all right, so I have, because I, I was really enjoying what I was doing. So I didn't feel like work at all. Apart from, you know, sometimes you need to sleep and you go like, oh my God, how many brain cells do I have now? If I could count them, I'd pick them on the floor and they're probably in my, in two digits or something. You know what I mean? But apart from that, it's a different kind of high. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Because when you're performing, you're just really way up there. And once you're done with events, you don't go home and sleep afterwards because you're too up there, yeah. you know? So the graveyard is a good way to just, all right, calm down. Because most of the time I'm just alone doing the graveyard shift and, you know, you have a few guests, but then that's it. And then that's your calm down. If you're a current podcaster or plan to create your own podcast soon, let me share with you this tool that I use to help me monetize my podcast. It's called Podmetrics. Now, Podmetrics is a platform that allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. You can collab with brands and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast's audience, kind of like what I do here on Deck with Stan C. It also gives you tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly to maximize your earning potential. Plus, you can track how many of your listeners you were able to convert and know how much you've earned in real time. And cashing out is also a breeze. So if you're a podcaster, make sure you sign up by clicking the link in the description of this episode and use my referral code ONDECK. 
That's O-N-D-E-C-K, no spaces in between. It's not case-sensitive either, so it's on deck, just one word. And from there, you can monetize your podcast too. That actually makes sense now that I think about it. You mentioned before we hit record, Ren, that you really wanted to get into media, so like journalism, which was something that your mom wasn't really into at the time. But you eventually did it. Like you got into writing for a magazine, you did radio, you did TV. So when you were an outsider looking in, meron ka bang misconceptions about media na nung nakapasok ka na, you were like, ah, ganito pala. I really wanted to be like a reporter, like crime or something like that, reporter and report about politics or things like that when I was younger. And I, I was so heartbroken because my parents back then, it was my mom and my aunt, you know, I have lesbian parents and they were like, oh, you know, you're not going to do that, da, 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 you know, they can't fit that, you know, and they were really discouraging and it really broke my heart. And I suppose it was also a way of rebelling, saying, hey, listen, you know, I can prove to you that I can do this without any to- sort of background whatsoever on, on, on media, because my mom was saying, you know, no, no, you can't do that. I suppose when you're passionate about something, you know, you, you could go to university or things like, but you just really breathe it. You know what I mean? You get into it. You learn as much as you can. You don't care if you make mistakes because that's a learning experience. And, and, and that's exactly what I did. I thought, this is a great opportunity. I'll just fire all the bullets and see which one sticks. And I was blessed enough to do that. I want to ask about growing up with lesbian parents because that's very uncommon here in the Philippines. Is that something you'd be open to painting a picture on? Having grown up with lesbian parents made me very, very strong as a woman or as a person, basically. Because every time you get ostracized, you get turned down, you have a very negative reception. You could see that. But I go Mm -hmm. like, you know what? I don't care. And to be very honest, to grow up, with women with very comfortable shoes is a great thing because the practicality of that is just really amazing. And they're engineers, by the way, Uh you know, so, you know, you don't do a lot of like hair flipping on while you're a civil engineer or something or like a chemical engineer, you're really dealing with concrete and, you know, scientific method and whatnot. So I feel very, very fortunate to have had that kind of gift. That's the thing in the Philippines. They're more welcoming to gay guys, if you really think about it, right? Yes. The reception of gay guys, because they're loud, they're flamboyant, da-da-da-da, you know what I mean? So they're they're more out there, and they they find it's very endearing. But with lesbians, they don't have that great of a reception for lesbians. You know, I was growing up, like, sometimes, you know, my, my, my mom and my aunt, they're in the office, and it was my aunt who was a lesbian. And you see a guy just unprovoked, just really punching her tummy and I'm like there I'm sorry you know I'm, I'm a child you're doing this to my parents what the hell is wrong with you you know what I mean it was really disconcerting it was really really heartbreaking to see somebody you love to go through something like that to get harassed all the time and then sometimes they're not even harassing the old ones they're harassing you because your parents are they're like dude what the hell right I remember when I was 18 I already um, went to the rally for the LGBT community just to support them. And they thought I was, uh, I have to come out and go like, there's no point of coming out. You know, I'm already out for a long time. So it's a five or something, you know what I mean? So, yeah, so I'm, I'm a part of that. And I remember um, one of the first interviews I had in showbiz. 
I said, yes, I'm bi. And they were like, oh, you know, because not a lot of people actually admit those kind of things in, in, in showbiz. I think I was the first one to do that at that time. So, yeah, yeah, and people didn't really have a good understanding of the LGBT discourse back then, right? the mid-2000s. Yeah. Compared to now, it's not that good, but I would say that we have made some strides, right? Yes, that's right. What was it that's like right. at the time when you, when you had come out in that interview or you know, when you just casually talked about it and then people reacted? Because again, it's the Philippines. They go like, oh, I think it's, you know, you know, I think it's not true. You're not real. I think you're just trying to say that. You know what I mean? So there was a lot of doubt. And I, I thought, I don't care. You know, I'm going to stand for what I believe in, for who I am, for what my preference is. And I think it's a, you know, it's a brave thing to do. And until now, even if, if, even if you look up my Wikipedia page, it's there. I'm very, very proud because now everyone's very open about it. And I right. like being I like being in that spectrum because that spectrum is a whole new party. I'm telling you, you know, we don't care if you just want to go hop around. That's fine. You know, because <laughs> you know what I mean, because there's here and there's there. And you guys are quite strict about that. But we're like, yeah, hey, come on. Bring in the glow sticks. You know, I mean, what I mean? gender is fluid, but that's uh, that's yes. what we've come to know over the years. That exactly. It is fluid. So, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, what was the reaction then when you went into Philippine showbiz and then your branding became what it was? My parents' reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, at that time already they um, they already disowned me. <laughs> so you know, yeah, you go through the, such stages. One would say, because because. Also, whoever is listening right now, if your parents disowned you, don't think that that's forever. It's just a stage, you know, it's just a stage of them not wanting what you're doing. And if you really, really think that this is the right path for you, just go for it. Because a lot of listeners out there or a lot of people out there, some of us will be living under people's shadows and just following what people want to say without actually asking our own voice or inner voice and say, what do you really want? What do you think is, is proper for you? If you listen to that inner voice every day of your life, you know that you have your hand on your wheel and this is your life and whatever mistakes you go through, it's okay. You know, you, you are the only one to blame. You become accountable to your own life and you become happier that way. And you get to achieve a lot more because you know your direction and you're not following directions. Right. From and other voices. My ownership then, uh, you took agency into your own hands, right? Yes. Uh, ikaw yung gumawa na parang kung tama, edi cool. Pero kung mali, at least alam mo na kagagawan mo yun. So, paninindigan mo siya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember, I suppose, growing up, I always had um, lolos and lolas with me, you know? Those in the verge of dementia. Okay. You know? So, sometimes they get to talk to you and they go like, you know, oh... Uh, what do you want to be, you know? Because they're lonely, right? And they're all out of their, you know, they're, they're going, yeah, they're almost gone, you know? And they just go like, oh, you know, one thing, one advice. I, I've got great advice from all these Lolas because I was always going from one place to another, you know, another Lola would take care of me. And they gave me great, great nuggets such as, okay, you know, make sure that you do everything you, you want in your life when you're younger because when you're older, you're just really going to regret not doing them like me. And you can see the sad face. I'm like, shit, I don't want to be that. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I don't want to be that. So I just go like, you know, I don't care if I'm going to make mistakes. They say, you know, magic school buses, 
make mistakes, you know. So, I love it. <laughs> right? Get messy, make, make mistakes. mistakes. Get yeah. messy. And I, I, I'm a mess. I'm an actual mess, but I'm alive and I'm living. And I continue to go, all right, let's get more messy. So, yeah. I, and for me, that's what life is about, you know, just paint it as colorful as you want and just be real to, to who you are. And sometimes you do lose yourself but that's just a part of the process of another discovery of who your next self would be right is that too philosophical or something Should yeah I... man because you went from magic school bus to like your own personal philosophy which is like yeah. amazing to me because right before our call i was actually yeah. thinking of miss frizzle and get messy make mistakes so for some reason this all came together in the most mind-blowing way so thanks for saying I that i love i love magic school bus you know i love her What's your relationship with your parents like now? Well, because they separated. I still miss my aunt because they're not together anymore. And I still miss my aunt. Hopefully, I get to talk to her at some point. Yeah, and my mom and me were, were very, very close in a way. And she's, um, yeah, she's a gem in terms of malalim yung mga advice niya. You know, because my mother, she doesn't talk as much. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at her, you cannot read her. She's like, you know, she's not as expressive as I am. Maybe that's why. Okay. <laughs> she's not. She's not. She'd be like, hmm, I'm very happy for you. You know, kind of like. <laughs> very reserved. <laughs> Pero may yes, very, sinasabi niya. yes, yes. Very, very reserved. Now that you're a mom yourself, how do you plan to um, have these conversations with your own child? Conversations about figuring out your sexuality for one. Or let's say if your kid goes on the internet and discovers what uh, your career was back here in the Philippines, how do you plan to have those conversations? Oh, we're quite open. We're very open with him. He's a very smart child. He's um, internet um, savvy. So they kinda, he, he kind of knows. And, and um, yeah, so it, it wasn't really a problem. It's not really a problem. And my husband is Dutch and he's also very, very very open and very liberal minded. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're cool about that. Because sometimes, to be honest with you, when we're all together as a family, you know, or driving in a car and I'm with my husband and, you know, our child is there and go like, wow, she's hot. And then we'd be checking out women together. It's, it's an innate thing. You don't have to explain it because the behavior is there and the fluidity of gender is exercised every time so my son because he's very smart he's a very smart child he's 12 right he's 12 and he's mining chia I'm like, what are you doing you know <laughs> that's just mind-blowing to me can you explain to me what chia is and sometimes i even have difficulty with bitcoin and whatnot anyway you know he would sometimes joke because he's a funny kid so he goes like to my husband like dad why'd you marry a guy <laughs> you know how do you respond to that <laughs> go like, ha, ha. and then they'd be laughing and then I'll just laugh it off because we're just really goofy people as we begin to wind down here what are your goals now that you're trying to break in the Mansa New Zealand so like what's the target I guess I have several targets I'm always going for the long game so one would be a very very close connection with showbiz in the Philippines and showbiz in New Zealand. So I want that to amalgamate because it's quite near, you know, because nowadays it's all open, right? It's all open. But I do want that. I do want to bridge that, like a very, very sturdy bridge on both. 
that's my long-term strategy. And secondly, well, for me, this is why I'm getting into um, podcasts because I'm trying to, you know, see how it goes because it's been a while, right? It's been a while. So I'm trying to find my footsteps and then eventually probably I'll get back on radio. And then after that, you know, I do another. And then maybe for me, my game is to actually do some movies, shorts and whatnot. And speaking of which, please do go to my YouTube channel. So the Asia Kawili. And I'm already verified on Facebook. Just look yeah. for my name there. Yeah! check mark. And Twitch. I'm now on Twitch. But I do want everyone to follow me on TikTok as well. I'm going to get into that. And YouTube just so that I could do a lot of content. So baby steps, I'd say. Because, you know, I am restarting. And, you know, eventually, hopefully, I get to do my own show. And um, just like before... The um, what I really, really want is inspire people to do what's best for them, or just you know be go getters. If you want to, if you have a dream, just go, go, go for it, even if there are lots and lots of hurdles. And apart from that, I'm also in um, BRGY on TFC, so please do watch me every um, 5 p.m. Pacific time, and then Apex 5:30 Asia, and 6 p.m. on Guam, and. E-M-E-A, 6 p.m. as well on Saudi Arabia and London. So that's B-R-G-Y on TFC. And I also would like to give out some vouchers. Is that all right? Yeah, sure. For Mega. So because I'm I'm also doing, yes, I'm also doing, I'm also a part of the um, Mega Marketing. So for the social media. Anyway, so uh, please do go to the website, Mega, M-E-G-A dot N-Z slash special brgy to get the most generous cloud storage space about 2000 gigabyte and we're also hiring for the techie people please do go to mega and try to look for what job we're looking for and message to all the people out there who are listening to those people who have extra computers or smartphones please do give them to homeless children they need it for their school so that they can, because nowadays everything is virtual, right? How can you go to virtually? How can you learn virtually if you don't really have a phone? Or if you have old books, no matter what it is, just give it out there. Or just, you know, if there's like the pantry, right? What good idea would be like a tiny shed that has free books in because, you know, the only way that we're going to advance the Philippines is if we're all educated and we up the ante on that one. Okay. I love you guys. And thank you for listening to me. Asia, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I had a really fun time talking to you. Thank you for your openness and for being candid and just being uh, so willing to share your story. I, I appreciate it so much. So thank you. What did I tell you? But we are not messing around on this podcast. That was Asia Gawili, the sex guru on deck with Stan C. Really appreciated her and all of her insights all of her stories here on the podcast. And thank you again to all the listeners, all the followers who chipped in, who tagged her, who helped make some noise. With a blue check mark on Facebook. And I'd like to think everything came together the way it was supposed to. So thank you everybody for all your help. And thanks again to Asia Gawili. Now, before I get out of here, just a few quick reminders. If you want to support the show, you can do it through your online shopping. Let's start with Shopee. If you want to check out and you're on your mobile phone, just use your browser and type in this URL. It's tinyurl.com slash ondeckxshopee. Again, that is tinyurl.com slash O-N-D-E-C-K. 
X-S-H-O-P-E-E. It'll take you straight to the Shopee app. Then from there, just click checkout and a portion of what you spend will go to Podcast Network Asia and On Deck with Stan C to help me do what I do best, which is to tell the real stories behind the real people behind the mic. Just want to let you know about some other podcasts that I've been working on as well. One of them is part of the Podcast Network Asia family as well, and it's called the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, which I co-host alongside my friends Romoran and Chino Liao. We are online and live every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Our Kumu live stream is at Wrestling Wrestling Pod, and you can also find us on Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. We've got a couple special audio-only interviews from WWE superstar Matt Riddle, one of the Raw Tag Team Champions, and NXT UK Champion Ilya Dragunov. That's coming up this week on the podcast as well, so go check that out. Now, my other podcast is now steaming a Chinoy podcast, which I host alongside my friends Cedric Chang and Kimberly Mass of So Asian Comics. If you are a Chinoy or want to know more about the current generation of Chinoy's lives, then go check it out. Now steaming a Chinoy podcast. And finally, last few episodes of the Chinoy TV documentary Chinese by Blood, Filipino by Heart are coming out soon on CNN Philippines. Sundays at 8 p.m. Please check that out. And let's see how many confessionals I get this week. All right, as I get out of here, big shout outs to Babyface producers Nika Ilocanias and Miguel Aitona for putting these episodes together. And of course, to the Podcast Network Asia team for all the hard work that they do behind the scenes. My name is Stan C. And as I close this episode of On Deck, I want to say, please go mask up if you can. Wear a double mask even. Register to vote if you can. Get your vaccines if you can. Go out to vote next year because we must. And as I leave, I want to say thank you again to everybody. And I hope I've earned the privilege of your time. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.